Welcome everyone back to another episode of Bullish Project. And this is actually episode 10, which is kind of a funny story because I got my episodes mixed up a few episodes ago because um, I thought it was episode 7, but it was episode 8. So now I finally got on track. This is for sure episode 10. And this one is actually a pretty cool episode because when I was debating topics on this week's episode, it was more like, what have I not talked about? What can I curate to make original again? And what can I do differently this time? And for me, I just try to let it flow off the top of my brain and then maybe write some notes down so I have uh, a study guide per, per se. Um, but it, it's kind of interesting because this one kind of came to me. I've already had this topic in mind for a while, but this one kind of came to me because I was having some conversations with some friends over the last few days, a few weeks rather. And last few days kind of really told me that, yes, this is what I should be talking about on today's episode. But before we get into that, I just want to say some of you may notice this episode is a little late, which I'm not sorry for, but I am going to try to be more consistent, post them on Mondays, obviously Monday motivation. This one's coming on a Tuesday, um, which is a day late, but whatever, it's going to get up and, and personally, I don't care. Yesterday, the reason why I didn't upload it was because I worked all day and I had poker night with my friends, um, which is kind of the backbone of what I want to talk about today. So first of all, it was an amazing night. We had... Um, several hours of poker it was so fun like having my all my friends around me just chilling playing poker um and listening to music and stuff at the same time which is all laughing having fun amazing time and and gambling as well like we're just throwing in 10 20 bucks a game and and just having some fun nothing crazy and then that kind of made me realize that this is what i want to talk about today because obviously if, as you guys can see as of the title of this episode it's invest in your relationships or investing in your relationships. And, and I don't necessarily just mean your significant other, wife, husband, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. I mean your friends too. Because I was a little upset that I wasn't able to stick to my Monday schedule like I have been for nine weeks now. And this would be the 10th week. But at the same time, I wasn't beating myself up for missing it because I was investing in my relationships with my friends and we all had a great time and there wouldn't be anything that I would change about that because I have a personal life too. And balancing that for me is what I like about life. Like I just enjoy it so much being able to do pretty much anything I want to do at any time. I'm very grateful and blessed for that. And the fact that we all got together on a Monday to do Poker Monday it is great, but obviously it conflicts with the podcast that I want to do. So we'll figure that out at a later time. But this morning is also great. It's Tuesday morning, 9.30 a.m. I'm going to post this as soon as I get it done so that it's up and, and running on, on YouTube and pod, on Spotify and all that stuff. But I got some orange juice and I'm feeling pretty good. Um... I'm not sick anymore. The last two weeks, I was kind of sick. I was not, I mean, I was feeling fine, but you could definitely tell I was somewhat congested. Um, seasonal changes, it, it wasn't very good to me, but now we're back. We're back officially, and I'm, I'm so excited. So for today, 
few things I want to talk about um, that, that relate to this, but investing in your relationships, what do I mean by that? So again, it, it basically just means any relationship at all. And when I say any relationship at all, I mean also the relationship with yourself. So this is very important. I, I talk about balance all the time, and I think that's very important. Some people will hear me say things and be like, oh, okay, so I can do this, this, and this. And they'll take it to the the 100% extremes of the scenarios where it's like, oh, you need to invest in your relationship with everyone else, but not yourself. No, you need to take care of yourself first, and then you can invest in your relationship when you're at your best level. And I think that's important because having friends around you is nice and they'll pull you out of your hard times if they're true friends or close friends I should say you can have a lot of friends but close friends are the ones who pull you out of dark times and then you got the ones who don't do that right so investing in your relationships is more like following the vibes too like if if you just naturally get along with people in a certain group, you're just going to hang out with them more and you can invest in those relationships because they're contributing to your benefit in a selfish way. Yes, but also in a selfless way, too, because it's going to make your mood better for the other people around you as well. It's a mutual benefit thing. You can be your best version of yourself for everyone around you because everyone around you is the best version of yourself or their selves for yourself if that makes sense, because we're all figuring out life, everybody goes through ups and downs, like there's always going to be something in the way, and no one's going to ever have it perfect, but if you can take a step back and, and invest in yourself first, then you can be the best version of what you should be to your friends and everything else, which reminds me or the next point I have, actually, because I've talked about this before, maybe not on the podcast, but to some of my friends. I'm sure, if, especially if you're my age, which I'm 24, could be, could be 25, but I'm not yet. So we're not going to go down that road. 24, I was taught the golden rule growing up, which is essentially treat people how you want to be treated. And I didn't realize that that rule had a flaw in it until after I grew up and actually the most recent two or three years where my job now in sales is teaching me something called the platinum rule, which is essentially the same thing. Treat people how you want to be treated, which is the golden rule, but one step further, treat people how they want to be treated and not how you want to be treated. So what do I mean by that? I mean that not everybody is going to react the same way with the same circumstances and you need to figure that out so that you can not cater to them, but it's a it's a form of emotional intelligence where you can treat them how they want to be treated. And if you know that's how they want to be treated and you know they appreciate certain gestures, well, if that's your friend, if that's your girlfriend, mom, dad, whatever it is, somebody close to you and you know they would appreciate it, those kind of investments are going to take your relationship with that person to the next level. And not only that, but it's going to maintain it too. Because a lot of us, as, as we grow older, are, are low maintenance for the most part. We're all very busy. There's really not much we have to do to maintain our friendships. But I still think it's very important because we all get in a rut where we need our friends around us. And sometimes 
that gesture is going to be like, oh my God, this, this person got me flowers. You know, like say it's your girlfriend. Oh my God, he got me flowers. Like I've, I've been having a bad day and maybe he didn't know that, but he just got you flowers anyway. Or maybe he did know that and he got you flowers anyway. And so then it improves their, it's just like this weird, like give and give and give and just don't expect anything back in terms of from them, right? Because, you know, self-care comes first. You can, you can take care of yourself. That's how I view it. If there's something out there that I can do, that I can control, that's going to make my happiness or my relationship with myself better in terms of how I view myself, like if I want to go to the gym, but, you know, I'm, I'm a little chubby, maybe that stops me from going to the gym. And sometimes it does, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm under the understanding that when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, okay, I do look like this today. That's the reality of it, but I'm not going to judge myself for it. And we're just going to put in the work and move on and keep going. That's it. I think that's very important. Not only that, the platinum rule, when you, when you treat people how they want to be treated, you're doing it for them instead of yourself. Some people have it all backwards. When they're doing something for somebody, and I've definitely talked about this before because it comes up a lot. When you're doing something for somebody, expecting something in return is not giving, it's trading, right? And if you do something for somebody and they don't do what you expect them to do back to you, that was weird, hold on. I think that sounded right. Anyway, if, you, if they don't do what you expected them to do, then it's going to put a sour taste in your mouth. Like say you give somebody 20 bucks. All right, man, pay me back when you get paid. You get paid next Friday? Cool. Pay me back next Friday. If they don't pay you back next Friday and you're under the expectation that they will, that's going to put a sour taste in your mouth. You're going to be like, hey, where's my money? But 20 bucks is not too much money. I mean, it is, but... You know, it's still a relatively small amount of money. It could be 200 it could be 2000 And that 20 bucks, you know, if that was your friend that you loaned it to and you're expecting it back, it's 20 bucks, man. Just let them have it. Most of the time, people who need money can't pay it back anyway. So if you're under the assumption that you're just giving it to them just to be nice, just to get them out of whatever small issue they're in, like, that is super important, especially if you can help. Right? If you can help, then, you know, and they're asking you for something, why does it immediately switch into the mode of, okay, well, what's in it for me? Why do people do that? I don't understand that. Why do people immediately switch to, oh, what's in it for me? I mean, yes, you should think about what it's, what's in it for you. Again, balance. But depending on the situation, like I'm in sales, you know what I mean? So in a sales scenario, if you constantly think about what's in it for the customer or the person you're working with, and, and say, for example, you, you put yourself in their shoes literally, and that's kind of cliche to say because, oh, my God, it's like, oh, yeah, walk a mile in their shoes and never really know what's going on. And that's so true, but if you are not actually doing it, like if you just listen to those words and they don't really set in with you, they don't really mean anything to you, then you're not really going to do it. But if you take a second to really think about what that means and then take their scenario and apply it to your life, what would you do in that scenario? Right? I've said this before. I won't drop names, but I've work, I work in cellular sales. 
So obviously it's phones, right? People come in, oh my God, my phone's broke. I need a phone today. I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. First of all, if, if you're saying that you wouldn't freak out or act a little weird when you've lost your phone and you're my age, you're definitely lying. Because first of all, if it's never happened to you, then you wouldn't know. Second, if you think that you know how you're going to react to every single situation without having experienced them first or without having any sort of emotional attachment to that scenario, you're totally wrong in general. But people come in all the time. I lost my phone. My phone's damaged. I can't use it. I need it for work. I need it for one-time codes. You know, everything you do is on your phone nowadays and your phone number. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast or it's on YouTube right now, and you're watching it from your phone or some computer device, then yeah, you, you have a phone. You know how important it is. Like you're, you're literally doing everything on your phone, listening to podcasts, getting on social media, like doing stuff for work. I sign into a phone all the time. I have a work phone, but I sign into a phone for work. It's literally part of my job. So if I lost my phone, yeah, it wouldn't be the end of the world, but I certainly use it every single day for a lot of things. So when that customer comes in, oh my God, I lost my phone. Immediately, my first thing is, oh my God, I lost my phone. Just in general. Like, I don't know why. I guess my brain is just wired that way. It's like, oh my God, I lost my phone. Because then you can understand what that person's going through. If you just imagine not having a phone, put yourself in that scenario. You can't call anybody. You can't. GPS, I use GPS a lot. I'd be lost without it, literally. You can't text anybody. You can't play games on your phone. You can't watch anything on your phone. It's just a lot. You can't keep in touch with your friends, right? Which, by the way, if you have a phone in 2022, first of all, I'm, I'm kind of getting sidetracked on, on each different topic here. I'm like, oh, by the way, first of all, and it's like, it's weird, but I just thought of this. If you have a phone in 2022, which most of you do, considering the topic and the podcast and everything I just talked about. If you have a phone, keeping up with your friends is so much easier than what it used to be. Like if you're scrolling through TikTok and you see a TikTok that reminds you of a friend and you may not have talked to him for a week or two because you've been busy, all you have to do is send that to him. You don't even have to include a message. Just send it to them. Or you could, you could send them that TikTok. Be like, LOL, I thought of you. And so I wanted to send it to you. You know, those kind of investments too. Because if you say that to somebody and it comes through their phone, they're looking at it. They're going to be like, holy cow, they thought of me. And they sent me this video that made them think of me. Anyway, got sidetracked. But it's so much easier to keep up with your friends nowadays. Now, flip side of that, balance, right? Don't keep up with them too much to where it's toxic to your lifestyle. And I think many people struggle with that because they, they keep up with them, but then they want to keep up with them all the time. And then when they're on Snapchat or Instagram and their friends are doing something without them, and then they're like, oh my God, I have FOMO and I want to be in that space right now. And now I'm, I'm sad because I'm not there. So again, balance. Don't take it to the extremes. You, ha you have to find that balance because if that's you, right now where you're on social media so much to where it's not even healthy anymore first of all you can be on social media 24 7 and still have a healthy relationship with it 
if you're on it for the wrong reasons, that's when it gets tricky because that's when it's toxic to your mental health or even your physical health because you're on it so much that you neglect exercising or neglect other parts of your life. Anyway, back to the story. I immediately think of losing my phone. No GPS, no phone calls, nothing. Can't even use it for emergencies, which first of all, I have an Apple Watch, so that's my backup plan. And a lot of times when you're in scenarios like that, you can literally have a backup plan because especially if you have experienced it before, then you're gonna want to have that backup option. So if I was to lose my phone, I would just use my watch to find it, or I would use my watch to call whoever I need to call in the time being. And I've done that before because I didn't lose my phone, but I left it at my apartment. So I had a GPS from my watch to get to where I was going because I didn't have time to go back to get my phone. So, you know, those kind of scenarios. And so that full circle here on that story, that right there, first of all, that's empathy when you put yourself in their shoes, which I think is an, is an amazing trait or skill or whatever it is to have. If you can learn that, that's, that's very powerful because in that scenario, you're, you're looking at what's in it for them and you're trying to solve their problem. And the best way you can do that is put yourself in their shoes and figure out how they would want to be treated in that scenario, which part of it comes by just interacting with those people. Some people struggle with their friends or even themselves who are in a position where they just don't care enough. Or if you're in a situation and your friend is going down the wrong path and you can tell whether that's addiction of any sort, because I've, I've had that in my life personally, not, not me, but my friends and family, some, some of them struggle with that. Or if it's anything else, you see them going down the wrong path and you want to help them. That is investing in your relationships as well. There's a lot to this topic, which, which is part of the reason why I'm doing a whole episode on it. Because when you truly think about what that means, then it's, it's just a life changer. Now you can really use that to your advantage. I was actually talking to one of my friends um, like literally a few days ago um, or yesterday maybe. And, and this particular person, if he watches this, he'll know who he is, but nobody else will know who he is. I'm not going to say his name or anything. But we talked and this was like the aha moment that I had when I was trying to figure out what episode to do. Literally yesterday or two days ago. Can't even remember because I've been busy. Anyway, we we're talking and I noticed that he posted something or maybe he sent something to me. Um, but basically it alluded to people in his life not caring about what he cares about or not taking it seriously enough like if say for example oh i'm going to go to the gym today i'm going to change my life i'm going to i'm going to start eating healthier if if that's what it was some people look at you and they know the first however many years of your life that you've been alive so the first 24 years i've been alive i've never been a gym goer or a healthy ish eater and i'm slowly working on that um, which i do talk about that in last week's episode with my friend devin which is pretty nice um, but in this particular scenario, 
it would be say for example eating healthy if you see somebody who is just eating like garbage all the time and you know it's physically changing how their body works and and their health is deteriorating and especially if they're older people too like some people who are older just still stuck in their ways and and most of them are like well i'm gonna die soon anyway might as well die um with things i enjoy doing every day which is fine but again that's taking it to the extreme that i mentioned and you can enjoy things just do it with a balance right you can have a zebra cake every once in a while if that's what you love i love pizza most of you who know who i am personally know that i eat pizza all the time and actually the last six months to a year i have not eaten it consistently for for that amount of time and it's part of the reason because i've literally just looked at what i was eating every day and started to cut some of that stuff out now have i lost any weight from it no but it's it's part of the process of building better habits and trying to to tweak my everyday stuff to where it's a lasting habit and if i'm making the right choices every day as far as eating right and exercising losing weight's going to come naturally right and that's the routine i'm trying to get into but anyway got sidetracked so it, it, in this case if it's not yourself who who is struggling right because if it's yourself you can control the situation if it's not yourself you can't really control the situation you can only watch from the sidelines and coach your your teammate per se right if you're on the sidelines even if you are a coach in sports you know and i'm a big analogy guy i i like to like replicate the scenario with an analogy so that i can understand it better so you guys will hear a lot of analogies but it's like sports if you're a coach on the team you can coach your kids to the best of your ability, but you can only coach them so much to where their physical ability reached the max for that particular time frame, or they're just exhausted or whatever. And whether your team wins or lose is ultimately the result of how you coach them, right? Because you're with them all the time. But again, it's the team that wins the game. So Relating it back to this story, if that person is trying to lose weight or, or get better, then only they can do that, not you. And you can be a good influence to them and you can be more consistent with it. Like if, if you're eating healthy and you're very consistent with it, it might take a year, two years, three years. But that person, especially if you hang around with them a lot, is going to rub off on you the right way because eventually it's going to rub off on them. And and that's going back to some of the other things I've already talked about in previous episodes. Audit your environment. Your environment will eventually have an effect on who you are at the end of the day. If it's a negative environment, no matter how positive you are, you're going to get sucked down into that black hole of negativity. It just happens that way. So it's the same with everything else. In this case, this particular person who my friend was struggling to help didn't really care about his physical health. And he was just doing things that were detrimental to his physical health because he didn't care. And the person who cares about him the most is having to watch that person go through what is probably the last however many years of his life, suffering and pain every day, 
you know, just basically torturing himself by the way that he's doing everything every single day, like just eating unhealthy and, you know, in pain 24-7, whatever. And, and the person that cares about you the most has to watch that. So when I say invest in yourself, I say, I say that for a few reasons, but the main reason is if you're the best version of yourself, and if you're constantly working on that, because it's, it's always a battle, right? You can be the best version of yourself, but you're, you're going to have bad days sometimes. You're going to have bad times come up in your life to where it's going to test you, and, and you're going to have to try to bounce back. And the people who are more consistently, um, more consistent with their relationship with their self are going to bounce back easier, which is why I preach that. Not only that, in this particular scenario, if this person like had a better relationship with themselves to where they cared about their health and then they were willing to put forth the effort to work hard enough to get to that level, then it wouldn't hurt the people around him or the, the person in this particular scenario who, who is very close with him who has to watch him go through that. So it, even if you don't care, it hurts people around you. And... Some people are like, oh, I don't have any friends. How am I supposed to invest in any relationships if I don't have anybody to do that with? And that's totally not true. That's just a negative way of looking at it. I used to say that myself. Those words have physically came out of my mouth before. And now that I'm on the other side of it, I see it in a completely different way. If you don't have friends, and, and that's the way that you think, then you're not going to have any friends and you're not going to make any more because that's the mindset you have. You don't have any friends, so you're not going to try to make any more. Why would you? Because you don't have any. And that also implies a very few, like, it's like subconscious, right? Because sometimes word choice matters. But it also implies if you're, if you have no friends, it implies that you're not good enough to have friends which is toxic to your mental health and your, and your relationship with yourself, the way you talk to yourself is very important in that scenario because some things are chain reactions. When you start with one small thing, it can really spiral out of control and lead to one big thing. So if you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to get out of bed today because I don't feel like it, and it's because you're depressed and stuff, well, that one small decision of you not doing anything is actually going to lead to you eventually snapping or you eventually just going down a path that you can't get out of because not doing anything at all is not good for your brain because you don't get that productive um, hormone or whatever that releases when you do production. I don't even know what it is. I'm not a scientist. But it's like endorphins or serotonin or whatever. You don't get that release because you didn't do anything productive. And if you're already struggling with that, it's gonna be even worse. But if you can think about the opposite of that, one small thing can really spiral out of control, but in a good way. If you tell yourself, hey, I'm, I'm going to make this deal with myself and I'm going to go to the gym every day, um, four or five days a week, whatever it is, and I'm going to work on this and you have a set plan and you know what you're gonna do, then, that, that's the easiest way to stick to goals is to have a set plan to where you know what you're going to stick to. I go to shows a lot. I go to concerts a lot. And 
it takes a lot to plan those. And they, they literally have it all planned out. Okay, this band is going to start at 6. Then we have uh, them playing until 7. We have switch over until 7.30 for rock bands anyway because you have to switch out the drum sets, guitars, whatever. And then the next band is going to play at 7.30 to 8, blah, 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 for all of that. It's so easy for them to stick to that routine because they have it all planned out. They know that when 7 o'clock hits, they got to go, 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 switch it out because at 7.30 the next band has to come on. And part of that is because you have um, like some sort of motivation behind it too. If it was like your friends or if it was your family who you don't want to let down, then you can use that as motivation too. In this scenario, if you're part of Changeover Crew, it's, it's not only your job, but you have to perform your job in a time-sensitive manner, which you don't want to be the guy that's like holding down everybody, right? So I find it very interesting that people will not take that step to work on themselves when they can, because they can control what they do 100% of the time. And again, this is still something I'm working on. I just have a better understanding of it now that I've looked at all different sides of the spectrum. But in terms of like working on yourself, it's just, it's super important because if you don't want to let down your friends or your coworkers in normal scenarios, why would you want to do it in, in other scenarios, you know what I mean? Like if you're working in a time-sensitive environment, you don't want to let down your coworkers, then why would you want to let down your friend? Why wouldn't you do that for yourself? Like you, you would do it for a multi-million, multi-billion dollar company, but you won't do it for yourself. Like that, that is interesting to me. So I had a lot of different things that I could talk about on this episode. Um, I think what I already talked about touched on most of that. But, but I do have a few other points here. And, and one of them is just to, to be understanding with other people and yourself, right? When I say relationships, I mean every single relationship. Because you never know what someone else has going on, ever. And you, you might know what two or three people have going on in their lives because you're in the rotation to see them a lot. But you only truly know what those two or three individuals have going on. And even then, you may not actually know what's going on 100%. So outside of those two or three super close people, and some, some people might have more than that, but it's like a storyline. You have to keep up with all these different storylines and it is impossible for you to be able to retain all that information to know every single story about every single person and then know exactly what they're going through at any given point. So my point is, when you're, when you're quick to, to make assumptions or come to conclusions or whatever, that's toxic to yourself because it creates an emotional reaction to where now you're upset. Now you're angry about this particular um, scenario. And I would say on the more consistent basis, this is something I'm very good with. 
there are some triggers of mine that I'm working on, but for the most part, if especially if if it's getting in the way of my self-care, I will definitely tune it all out because at, at the end of the day, I care about my friends, my family, my coworkers, the customers that come into the store. I care about everybody so much all the time. And that, that's just because I have a genuine attitude with everything. And I think that's super important too. But caring about everything all the time is, is sometimes detrimental because you have to balance that. And some people don't know how to switch it off. So I would say in that scenario, try to start with yourself and then lean into everyone else because again you don't truly know what's going on with everyone else and if you can just let go of that things you can't control and just let go of all of that it's like this huge weight lifted off your off your shoulders and not only that but if you can focus on the positive of everything or even if you don't have all the details focus on the more positive or more optimistic outcome that's just going to take all of your worries away and then you don't have to stress about it it's like a chain reaction again like i said one small thing leads to a lot of big things if you look in the mirror every day and you tell yourself i'm a badass i'm going to attack this day like nobody's ever attacked this day before and you truly mean that and then you truly go out and do it that's a good feeling it's also a good feeling when you finally get into the gym and you finally get that workout in. You're like, man, I should be doing this all the time. And for, for people like myself, taking the first, what, five to ten minutes at the gym. First of all, showing up to the gym is the hard part. The first five to ten minutes of the workout is even harder for me. After about ten minutes when you're warmed up, starting to sweat a little bit, you get into that motion and you're like, okay, well, let's get this pump in. Let's, let's work out. Let's run. Let's walk. Let's, let's keep it going. And about 45 minutes to an hour later, you get done. And you're like, man, now I feel really good. My whole body just is, is tight. And then you get that good feeling, which is also, you know, again, it's like an endorphin or whatever release it's called. And that helps your mental health too. So, there, I mean, there's, there's chain reactions all the time. And it starts with something small most of the time. Again, if, if you know somebody is going down a bad path and you, you just send them uh, like a, a get well soon card because they're sick or you, or you send them a video that you saw on Facebook because you thought of them and they're, they're having a rough day, Any, whatever the scenario is, somebody's down and out and you can see that and you know that you can help them in some way, why don't you? And if you do, then good. But if you don't, why don't you? Just because you're going to be that person at some point where you're going to need help. And when you do, the people that you showed up for are going to show up for you. I promise you that because I've done it and I know from experience. Some people, I see this a lot. Some people say, oh, when, when people need help, I'm there. When I need help, nobody's there. And that is not true. I promise you that. I've been on other, both sides of, the, of that scenario and I promise you it's not true and here's the reason why when you're first of all when you we'll start from the beginning once you have your your relationship with yourself 
and you're working on that and you can you can basically get in this mindset of I'm going to work on myself and I'm continuing to work on myself and you actually see improvement from that. The next step is to give more to others because now you're in a position where you can. Mentally, you're in a position where you can. You, you really can't pour from an empty cup. So that, that is number one. Assuming you have a decent relationship with yourself or you're working on it or whatever, the next step is to now take your full cup that you filled up, that you worked on for however long, and pour it out to everybody. Eventually, you're empty, right? Eventually, you need help. And the people that you gave unconditional help to will help you back, I promise. It happens all the time. There are friends in my life that need 20 30 40 50 here and there, and I unconditionally give that to them. Well, I wouldn't say unconditionally. Under the condition that I can help them because monetary is not something I can give them all the time. Assuming I'm in a good position to do that, I help them. 20 30 40 $50 at a time. If, if they need help, I help them. I don't feel taken advantage of because I know that I'm willingly giving up that $20 and I don't have to worry about getting it back. You only feel taken advantage of when you expect something back. I promise every single time I've done that, and, and this may not be for everybody, right? So you, you really have to question your environment because obviously if you're around the wrong people, this isn't gonna work. But those people are gonna notice what you do for them, right? You're making an impact on every single person that you interact with more than you know. Most people, five years later, if you're close with them, randomly one day they're going to be like, oh, remember that one time you got so crazy? You, you, went on, you jumped on the back of the truck and you, you chugged this beer or whatever. You remember that one time? Yeah, you remember. People remember stuff. It's human nature. People are going to remember when they were down and out and you were the one that lifted them up, they're going to remember that. And when they get in a position where they can help, they will pay it forward back to you. It's personally happened to me. It's out there. Again, if you're around the wrong people, you got to audit your environment. You have to really look at who is serving you and who is not serving you. Right? And to your benefit, you have to be selfish with it sometimes because you need to take care of yourself first. Relationship with yourself comes first. And then after that, you can invest in other relationships. So, very important. And that, that topic, I did kind of say basically the same thing in five different ways, but I wanted to click. This is very important. Let's see. I'm just looking through my notes. I think I got pretty much everything... Yeah, I feel like I've gotten everything that I needed to talk about. And and this was a very good episode for me because I've personally seen these scenarios happen in my life. And I feel like I have a lot to offer with what I have to say and the mindset I give off. So there's your episode for today. My question for you, since I don't generally get a lot of questions, but I like this bit of the podcast because it's open-ended and it leaves it up for interpretation. So instead of a Q&A, 
If I don't have a specific question that I want to answer, I'm just going to ask a specific question and I want you to answer it. So today's question is, what are you doing to invest in your relationships? It's very episode appropriate. What are you doing? Ask yourself, really sit down and think about it and reflect what you're doing to invest in those relationships. And again, start with yourself because that's the most important one. Anyway, I'll see you guys next week. I'm super excited to get more guests on the podcast. If you guys saw last week's episode, my first ever guest on the podcast, I think it was a great turnout. I really loved it. Please go check it out. I got more guests on the way. I have at least two guests planned for the next few episodes um, and maybe three, but we're, we're going to get there. And I love having guests on because it's just a conversation back and forth. And it provides value to the person that I was three, four years ago that I wanted to be now. So if you are who I was two, three, four years ago, and even before that, you know, we're talking about almost a decade or longer ago, then this podcast is what I would have needed to hear. 10 years ago. And that is why I'm doing this podcast. I'm super pumped for episode 11. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Take care of yourself. And I mean that literally. I love y'all so much. Like this podcast has opened up a super large opportunity for me. And I can't wait to keep attacking it. I'll see y'all next week. Episode 11. I'm super pumped. Peace.